This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. How can we increase our capacity to engage children in spiritual conversations? Stay tuned to learn more about Lacey Finn Borgo's book, Spiritual Conversations with Children, and by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm chapter 8, for the music director, according to the Gittith style, a Psalm of David. O Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your reputation throughout the earth. You reveal your majesty in the heavens above. From the mouths of children and nursing babes, you have ordained praise on account of your adversaries so that you might put an end to the vindictive enemy. When I look up at the heavens which your fingers made and see the moon and the stars which you set in place, of what importance is the human race that you should notice them? Of what importance is mankind that you should pay attention to them? You made them a little less than the heavenly beings. You crown mankind with honor and majesty. You appoint them to rule over your creation. You have placed everything under their authority, including all the sheep and cattle, as well as the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea, and everything that moves through the currents of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your reputation throughout the earth. 1 Chronicles chapter 27 through 1 Chronicles chapter 28. 1 Chronicles chapter 27, beginning at verse 1. Leaders of the Army What follows is a list of Israelite family leaders and commanders of units of a thousand and a hundred, as well as their officers who served the king in various matters. Each division was assigned to serve for one month during the year. Each consisted of 24,000 troops. Jeshobim, son of Zabdil, was in charge of the first division, which was assigned the first month. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. He was a descendant of Perez. He was in charge of all the army officers for the first month. Dodai, the Ahohite, was in charge of the division assigned the second month. Mikloth was the next in rank. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The third army commander assigned the third month was Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, the priest. He was the leader of his division, which consisted of 24,000 troops. Benaiah was the leader of the 30 warriors in his division. 
His son was Amizabad. The fourth assigned the fourth month was Asahil, brother of Joab. His son Zebediah succeeded him. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The fifth assigned the fifth month was the commander Shemhuth, the Israelite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The sixth assigned the sixth month was Ira, son of Akesh, the Tekoite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The seventh assigned the seventh month was Halez, the Pelonite, an Ephraimite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The eighth assigned the eighth month was Sibakai, the Hushathite, a Zerahite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The ninth assigned the ninth month was Abiezer, the Anathothite, a Benjamite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The tenth assigned the tenth month was Maharai, the Netophathite, a Zerite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The eleventh assigned the eleventh month was Benaiah, the Parathonite, an Ephraimite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The twelfth assigned the twelfth month was Heldai, the Natophathite, a descendant of Othniel. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The officers of the Israelite tribes, Eliezer, son of Zikri, was the leader of the Reubenites. Jephathiah, son of Makkah, led the Simeonites. Hashabiah, son of Camil, led the Levites. Zadok led the descendants of Aaron. Elihu, a brother of David, led Judah. Omri, son of Michael, led Ishakar. Ishmaiah, son of Abadiah, led Zebulun. Jeremoth, son of Azuil, led Naphtali. Hoshea, son of Azaziah, led the Ephraimites. Joel, son of Badiah, led the half-tribe of Manasseh. Udo, son of Zechariah, led the half-tribe of Manasseh and Gilead. Jasil, son of Abner, led Benjamin. Azarel, son of Jerohom, led Dan. These were the commanders of the Israelite tribes. David did not count the males twenty years old and under, for the Lord had promised to make Israel as numerous as the stars in the sky. Joab, son of Zariah, started to count the men, but did not finish. God was angry with Israel because of this. So the number was not recorded in the scroll called the Annals of King David. Royal Officials Asmaveth, son of Adil, was in charge of the king's storehouses. Jonathan, son of Uzziah, was in charge of the storehouses in the field, in the cities, in the towns, and in the towers. Ezri, son of Kelub, was in charge of the field workers who farmed the land. Shemai, the Ramathite, was in charge of the vineyards. Zabdi, the Shiftmite, was in charge of the wine stored in the vineyards. Baal Hanan, the Gedarite, was in charge of the olive and sycamore trees in the foothills. Joash was in charge of the storehouses of olive oil. Shitrai, the Sharonite, was in charge of the cattle raising in Sharon. Shaphat, son of Adlai, was in charge of cattle in the valley. Obil, the Ishmaelite, was in charge of the camels. Jehadiah, the Moronophite was in charge of the donkeys. Jaziz, the Hagrite, was in charge of the sheep. All of these were the officials in charge of King David's property. Jonathan, David's uncle, was a wise advisor and scribe. Jehiel, son of Hakmoni, cared for the king's sons. Ahithophel was the king's advisor. Hushai, the archite, was the king's confidant. Ahithophel was succeeded by Jehoiada, son of Benaiah, and Abiathar. Joab was the commanding general of the king's army. First Chronicles chapter 28, beginning at verse 1. David commissioned Solomon to build the temple. 
David assembled in Jerusalem all the officials of Israel, including commanders of the tribes, the commanders of the army divisions that served the king, the commanders of units of a thousand and a hundred, the officials who were in charge of all the property and livestock of the king and his sons, the eunuchs and the warriors, including the most skilled of them. King David rose to his feet and said, Listen to me, my brothers and my people. I wanted to build a temple where the Ark of the Lord's Covenant could be placed as a footstool for our God. I have made the preparations for building it, but God said to me, You must not build a temple to honor me, for you are a warrior and have spilled blood. The Lord God of Israel chose me out of my father's entire family to become king over Israel and have a permanent dynasty. Indeed, he chose Judah as leader and my father's family within Judah. And then he picked me out from among my father's sons and made me king over all Israel. From all the many sons the Lord has given me, he chose Solomon, my son, to rule on his behalf over Israel. He said to me, Solomon, your son, is the one who will build my temple and my courts, for I have chosen him to become my son, and I will become his father. I will establish his kingdom permanently if he remains committed to obeying my commands and regulations as you are doing this day. So now, in the sight of all Israel, the Lord's assembly, and in the hearing of our God, I will say this. Carefully observe all the commands of the Lord your God, so that you may possess the good land and may leave it as a permanent inheritance for your children after you. And you, Solomon my son, obey the God of your father and serve him with a submissive attitude and a willing spirit. For the Lord examines all minds and understands every motive of one's thoughts. If you seek him, he will let you find him. But if you abandon him, he will reject you permanently. Realize now that the Lord has chosen you to build a temple as his sanctuary. Be strong and do it. David gave to his son Solomon the blueprints for the temple porch, its buildings, its treasuries, its upper areas, its inner rooms, and the room for atonement. He gave him the blueprints of all he envisioned for the courts of the Lord's temple, all the surrounding rooms, the storehouses of God's temple, and the storehouses for the holy items. He gave him the regulations for the divisions of priests and Levites, for all the assigned responsibilities within the Lord's temple, and for all the items used in the service of the Lord's temple. He gave him the prescribed weight for all the gold items to be used in various types of service in the Lord's temple, for all the silver items to be used in various types of service, for the gold lampstands and their gold lamps, including the weight of each lampstand and its lamps, for the silver lampstands, including the weight of each lampstand and its lamps, according to the prescribed use of each lampstand, for the gold used in the display tables, including the amount to be used in each table, for the silver to be used in the silver tables, for the pure gold used for the meat forks, bowls, and jars, for the small gold bowls, Bowls, including the weight for each bowl, for the small silver bowls, including the weight for each bowl, and for the refined gold of the incense altar. He gave him the blueprint for the seat of the gold cherubim that spread their wings and provide shelter for the ark of the Lord's covenant. David said, All this I put in writing as the Lord directed me and gave me insight regarding the details of the blueprints. David said to his son Solomon, Be strong and brave. Do it. Don't be afraid and don't panic. For the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not leave you or abandon you before all the work for the service of the Lord's temple is finished. Here are the divisions of the priests and Levites who will perform all the service of God's temple. All the willing and skilled men are ready to assist you in all the work and perform their service. The officials and all the people are ready to follow your instructions. New Testament reading. Matthew chapter 21, verses 12 through 17. Cleansing the Temple. 
Then Jesus entered the temple area and drove out all those who were selling and buying in the temple courts and turned over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are turning it into a den of robbers. The blind and lame came to him in the temple courts and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the experts in the law saw the wonderful things he did and heard the children crying out in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David, they became indignant and said to him, Do you hear what they are saying? Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read? Out of the mouths of children and nursing infants, you have prepared praise for yourself. And leaving them, he went out of the city to Bethany and spent the night there. Matthew chapter 21, verses 23 through 27. The Authority of Jesus. Now after Jesus entered the temple courts, the chief priests and the elders of the people came up to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Where did John's baptism come from? From heaven or from people? They discussed this among themselves, saying, If we say, from heaven, he will say, Then why did you not believe him? But if we say, from people, we fear the crowd, for they all consider John to be a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We don't know. Then he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Luke chapter 19, verses 45 through 48. Cleansing the Temple Then Jesus entered the temple courts and began to drive out those who were selling things there, saying to them, It is written, My house will be a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of robbers. Jesus was teaching daily in the temple courts. The chief priests and experts in the law and the prominent leaders among the people were seeking to assassinate him, but they could not find a way to do it, for all the people hung on his words. Mark chapter 11 verses 15 through 33, cleansing the temple. Then they came to Jerusalem. Jesus entered the temple area and began to drive out those who were selling and buying in the temple courts. He turned over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves, and he would not permit anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. Then he began to teach them and said, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have turned it into a den of robbers. The chief priests and the experts in the law heard it, and they considered how they could assassinate him, for they feared him because the whole crowd was amazed by his teachings. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you curse has withered. Jesus said to them, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. If someone says to this mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes, that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. For this reason, I tell you, whatever you pray and ask for, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him so that your Father in heaven will also forgive you your sins. The Authority of Jesus They came again to Jerusalem. While Jesus was walking in the temple courts, the chief priests, the experts in the law, and the elders came up to him and said, By what authority are you doing these things? Or, who gave you this authority to do these things? Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. John's baptism, was it from heaven or from people? Answer me. They discussed with one another, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Then why did you not believe in him? But if we say from people, they feared the crowd, for they all considered John to be truly a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We don't know. Then Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority 
I am doing these things. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God, I thank you. Thank you for your word, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God, for just showing us, O oh God, the details, O oh Lord God, of the tail end or the sunset, if you will, of uh, David's life and just his zeal for you, O oh Lord, that he had visions, O oh God, even a blueprints for the temple that he wanted to build for you, even though he knew that it was not him that was supposed to build that temple. It was actually Solomon, O oh God. I just pray that we would have a zeal for the kingdom of God, that we would have a zeal for all of the things of God, that we would have visions and dreams, oh God, of not only future glory, but of making your kingdom manifest in the presence, oh God, through the power of your spirit and obedience to you, oh Lord God. Thank you that when you call us to a great task, call us to something, oh God, as you are called Solomon to actually be the one to build your temple, that you provide the means, you provide the way, you provide the resources, you provide the people. So would you, I pray that you would be near to those who are worried about their next step, worried about the call that you've given them, maybe even unsure. God, I pray that you would speak to the person, oh God, who's unsure of what you've called them to do. And I pray for the person that who, whom you have already um, shown them what you've called them to do, that you would um, assure them, oh God, that you would gird them up, oh Lord God, that you would strengthen them, that you would bolster them, and that you would assure them and help them to know that you will provide everything that's needed for us to fulfill the calling that you have placed on our life, to fulfill the purpose that you've placed on our lives. And I thank you, oh God, that your word says that you will fulfill our purpose for us, oh Lord. So you will provide everything that we need in order to discharge the ministry, the purpose that you've given us, oh God. Would you help us not to fret, not to be worried, oh God, as David also charged Solomon, don't panic, don't worry, don't be afraid, be courageous. Um, and do it. Make sure you see it through. God, would you help us, O oh Lord God, um, calm our anxiety and give us peace, O oh Lord God, about these things that you've called us to do, O oh Lord God, and help us to do it in humility and um, by the power of your grace, O oh Lord God. And I pray that you would help us, O oh Lord God, to do all things by the power of your spirit, not in our own strength, but by your grace, O oh Lord God, because your name is majestic in all of the earth. I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. When children have a listening companion who hears, acknowledges, and encourages their early experiences with God, it creates a spiritual footprint that shapes their lives. Lacey Finn Borgo's book, Spiritual Conversations with Children draws on her own experience of practicing spiritual direction with children. She offers an overview of childhood spiritual formation and introduces key skills for engaging conversation from a Christ-centered perspective. In this book, you'll find ideas for engaging children with play, art, and movement, along with prayers to use together. Whether you are a parent or grandparent, pastor or spiritual director, you will find this to be a friendly guide into deeper ways of listening. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word, that's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. 
Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.